Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people sing you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Welcome. You're listening to the Insomnia Project, the holiday episodes, and today is Boxing Day in many parts of the world. So the holidays continue on today, December 26th. I want to thank you for listening and stay tuned. Season three will be coming out in the new year. Until then, I hope you enjoy these holiday episodes. Joining me is my wonderful wife, Amanda Barker. Welcome to the holiday episodes. Hi, welcome, and uh, thank you for having me and awaking me from my... Slumber? My midday slumber to record this episode with you. You know, who we had last, on our last episode, was Dan Barker, who you might know very well. I might. He might be my father. Yes. <laughs> but today we're celebrating... Boxing Day. And I know a lot of people are like, what is Boxing Day? Or I've never heard of Boxing Day. Or we don't celebrate Boxing Day. But here in Canada, we celebrate Boxing Day. Um, How do you celebrate Boxing Day? Well, on this particular Boxing Day, I celebrated by reading a book, watching some television, napping, and Drinking coffee. <laughs> Just enjoying sort of a chill day after all the Christmas festivities uh, that we celebrate. A hundred percent. And also eating leftovers. Eating leftovers is a really big component to Boxing Day. Boxing Day is actually one of my favorite holidays. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And see, you never used to celebrate Boxing Day because you were born in the U.S. and That's you're an American right. citizen as well. Boxing Day, when you live in the U.S., or this was my experience anyway, Mm -hmm. Boxing Day was something that you would see on a calendar but never understand the meaning behind it. One of those holidays that would be printed on a calendar but you would sort of say, what is that? What does that mean? Because we didn't celebrate it, certainly. When I moved to Canada, I um, had a real appreciation for Boxing Day. At first, I kind of rolled my eyes. I was 13 when I moved. Sure. So, you know, I rolled my eyes on a lot. But um, I came to really gradually understand sort of the meaning of Boxing Day. And it's really a day of allowance. How so? Well, it's a day where, you know, most people, um, if you celebrate 
Christmas or if it has been a busy December, you spend a lot of time giving over to others, whether it's buying presents, preparing food, um, you know, visiting with lots of people, but nothing that is sort of sedentary or or restful. And Boxing Day is a day designed to be a few things, but one of those things certainly is to be restful, to be sedentary. You can't go to work because it is a national holiday right after one of the biggest national holidays of the year. Sure. And so with that in mind, it gives you that sort of extra bonus day, which I think is fantastic. And it's a day where you don't have to do anything family-related. You can just have it to yourself in a way. Well, that's right. I looked up the origin uh, of Boxing Day. So tell us because my Boxing Day is this, has always been this. In Canada, and I think in Britain, this is how it works. The day after Christmas, so the 26th of December, which is Boxing Day, is the day a lot of stores have mega sales. So what is Black Friday in the U.S., which is also celebrated in Canada, if you could call it a celebration. It's a day of shopping where you could get discounted things. Boxing Day has always been the day where you can go to various stores and pick up things that are heavily discounted. And so that's what I remember Boxing Day was as a child, where we didn't celebrate Black Friday many, many years ago or a year when I was a child. And even, you know, up until the last, I would say, 10 years, it wasn't really Celebrated is the wrong word, but participated in here in Canada. Boxing Day was the day that we would go out. Well, truthfully, Black Friday is a new invention even in the United States. Okay. I don't really remember it growing up I see. in the States. I think it sort of came more into prominence probably in the not, well, probably in the early 2000s. And now, of course, it's just an accepted thing. In Australia, they have Super Saturday Ooh. which is the Saturday before Christmas. Um, so instead of being the Friday after Thanksgiving, which is Black Friday, the Saturday before Christmas, the last Saturday, um, is the biggest shopping day of the year. So they sort of gear sales to that. And for us in Canada, I think a testament to our frugality, mm-hmm. um, Boxing Day is when all the sales happen because we've already bought the presents and gifted everything for everyone. Um, but it's quite something to get up at the crack of dawn. Some people get up at 5 in the morning. They'll yeah. stay in a line for hours. I used to love my brother-in-law would go to all the big box stores, the electronic stores, and he would get up early. And I would sit in my bed and I would receive a phone call. And he and my sister would just detail all the things that were for sale, items I may or may want, not want, tell me the prices, and I would say, buy it or pass or buy it. I felt like <laughs> someone from a Monopoly chess, you know, Monopoly board just calling in my order to purchase or not purchase high-priced items. The only, the only time I remember taking advantage of any of that was a Blu-ray player um, a few years ago now. That was on sale for, I want to say, $100. I think I used that Blu-ray player maybe three times mm-hmm. um, because that Blu-ray, and, and I think a lot of people use them, but Blu-ray came with the advent of um, or the problem when Netflix and um, SVOD and subscription um, TV and movie watching came into prominence. So I think I didn't really 
rent videos anymore right. or buy videos because I was at that point watching Netflix or things on demand. And of course, when you say buy videos, you mean DVDs. DVDs, yeah. right. Sure. So before you tell us what Boxing Day, the origins of it, I will tell everyone how I celebrated my Boxing Day. I woke up rather early because I knew I had to go and purchase some things with some gift cards that I received for Christmas. And I was really excited about that. But first I made I made myself, I didn't make myself, you made me a wonderful coffee, which I enjoyed in bed. And then um, I slowly got up and I went to purchase more equipment or new equipment for recording podcasts. So in the new year, we'll have new microphones and a new system going on. So hopefully you'll hear a quality difference with regards to the recording. And you had insomnia last night, did you not? Yeah, yeah. I did. So I didn't sleep last night, um, just from overall excitement from Christmas and celebrating Christmas <laughs> and running around and whatnot. So I didn't get much sleep. So later, after the purchases were made, I went to read in bed and I conked out while That's you right. read. While I read a really great book called The Lost Girls of Camp Forevermore by Kim Fu, who is a Canadian author, one that I didn't know of or had read previously, but I always do look for Canadian literature, and I mm -hmm. think I've talked about that in episodes past. You so, have. Um, that's a book I, I just haven't had time to read. I started it, it this summer, and today was the day. I'm almost done. And are you enjoying it? I really am. It's a really lovely book about the lives of five girls, um, who are involved in an incident that happens at a sleepaway camp and then sort of how it affects their lives after that. There you go. Recommendation from Amanda Barker. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell us about Boxing Day. I went. I made some Boxing Day purchases. But that's not necessarily the origin of Boxing Day. It wasn't set out as a day to make discounted purchases. Well, that's the thing with Boxing Day. A lot of people have different interpretations on where the word box comes from in Boxing Day. Um, and I was always told that it was called Boxing Day. So when I first moved to Canada, I actually, uh, as a kid, I actually thought it was a day for boxing, like the sport of boxing. Oh, I see. Okay. That's what I, I, I thought it meant, a day to celebrate boxing. That is not the case, um, or at least not that I'm not the origin of it. And I, it was explained to me that it was when everybody took their Christmas presents and boxed them up and put things away, put their Christmas ornaments away. That's also actually not true. That's oh. not, or at least that's not the origin. Sure. So the origin of the term Boxing Day actually comes from um, the Commonwealth countries. So, of course, the United Kingdom, Great Britain. Scotland and Ireland, uh, and all of the many, many Commonwealth countries, of course, including Australia, Canada, South Africa, and lots of others. And the um, the term Boxing Day actually comes from um, boxes that people would put out either in front of their house or in back of their house, um, like a metal box, sort of like a a church collection box oh. for the poor. That was one origin or one explanation. Another more widely accepted one is that you would receive a box, a, a gift box, from people that you worked for. So you would give a box to the milkman, for example, the letter carrier, for example. Um, 
in England, if you were rich enough to have servants, you would give them Boxing Day, you would give them a present because they were working on your holiday, which was Christmas. Oh, of course. So you would give them the next day off to celebrate with friends and family and give them a gift on that day. So a few different origins there, but essentially a secondary day um, for the people who work in service jobs on Christmas Day. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting because I do actually end up putting all my boxes either in recycling or I'll fold them up mm-hmm. on Boxing Day and sort of clean up all the paper that was ripped from uh, the Christmas Day activities. Right. And I mean, in Canada, most of us do not have a staff as part of our household. And so because of that, most of us, I think, widely accept that it's boxing because you're boxing everything up. Of course, most people wait to put the take down the tree or put away their Christmas lights or even pack up the the presents that you've opened under the tree. A lot of times people wait till after New Year's. For me, it's usually the Sunday before you go back to school or back to work. That ends up being that day that you do it. And I always find that one of the saddest days of the year. Such a sad thing to take. It's such a wonderful thing to put up a Christmas tree, Christmas lights, all that anticipation. And I always find it such a sad thing to, to take down the Christmas tree and take everything down and put it away. So like to maybe start new traditions with that, maybe a nice winter cleaning tradition or something. Sure. For us, it was always by January 6th, the tree would be gone, the epiphany. Mm-hmm. That was the day. But now we have two collection days for the tree here in our town, Toronto. Uh, one is the 6th and one is closer to the end of uh, January, I think, for people who want to keep the tree. Oh, really? uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from the listeners. How long do you keep your Christmas or holiday tree up. Tweet us or Instagram us and let us know what when you when you think is the best time to take the tree down. I know that Boxing Day is a bank holiday and a federal holiday in Canada, so a lot of um, of those institutions, banks, and the government are not open on this day, uh, whereas retail shops generally are because they take advantage of the public who wants to purchase things at a sale sale price. Well, I wonder too. I mean, for me, sometimes I almost feel sick if my Christmas decorations are up too long. I heard once that um, I used to teach prenatal yoga, pre and postnatal yoga. And I remember somebody saying, wearing your maternity clothes after you've given birth, it almost makes you sick to your stomach. You don't even want to put them on. And sometimes I feel that way about Christmas decorations. Once Christmas has passed, once the deed has been done, you don't want to spend much more time sort of surrounded by the Christmas decorations, after New Year's anyway. Sure. Um, so I guess we'll be packing up our tree on the 6th then. We'll see. We'll see what happens with our our tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did mention sports and boxing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because on Boxing Day, some of the Commonwealth countries actually do um, watch sporting events. Funny, funnily enough, uh, not boxing, but rather in the United Kingdom, uh, they will watch, uh, you know, premier leagues of football mm-hmm. or what we in North America call soccer on Boxing Day. And in New Zealand and South Africa and Australia, they will often watch cricket matches, uh, which of course we call cricket here in Canada. And uh, rugby matches, of course, are great to watch on Boxing Day. In 
uh, Surrey, England, there is a horse race that they like to watch. The King George VI Chase is uh, popular. Or this was all popular. sounds incredibly boring to me. Well, listen, it, maybe it should be a Boxing Day tradition for you to watch some sort of weird sport, or not weird, but sporting event that you wouldn't necessarily well, watch. Well, that's why my Boxing Day tradition is taking a nap, which I did su- <laughs> successfully today. In Australia, Melbourne, they watch the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, it's very warm in Melbourne right now. I was in Melbourne um, a few days before Christmas many, many years ago. It is very warm this time of year. A nice place to spend the holiday. And in Canada, of course, hockey is often watched mm-hmm. on Boxing Day or played on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Um, so do you have any Boxing Day traditions other than calling your brother-in-law and asking how much a TV is? No, they would call me. They would call me and report in. I see. And I, I received quite a few great deals because of that. No, I think for me— They don't me, do that anymore, do they? No, they don't. Today, they're they're working on a puzzle. No, they're working on a puzzle. I think since since both their children were born, they, mm-hmm. they've been a little bit more reluctant to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and go shopping. And there's a few Boxing Day sales online, I noticed. Mm-hmm. A lot of Canadian— um, Airline companies will offer discounted tickets. Perhaps we should look at flights after this. Where would you like to go in the new year? Mm, I'm not really sure. I have nine states left to go to, so that's on the list. Hawaii being one of them. That would be a nice Boxing Day treat to go to Hawaii. Wouldn't that be lovely? What what island, if we were to fly to Hawaii, what island would you want to go to? Probably Maui. Yeah? Over the Big Island? Or the Big Island. You want to go to Maui more, though? No, I, I think just being in Hawaii would be a lot of fun. Okay, well, we can see after this um, if we can find any deals. I have a feeling there are good deals today to mm-hmm. be had. We'll see. Perhaps after this podcast, we'll be taking a trip to Hawaii or some interesting destination. You'll know if we're recording from the beach after this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other Boxing Day um, traditions. You know, it's, it is interesting because you think – you just take for granted living in Canada that everybody gets the day after Christmas off unless mm-hmm. you – you know, unless you work in service and retail and that's just a special day. And But, you know, you're making more money if you do work on those days. But that's not the case in the United States um, and, and several countries around the world. When I was in Korea teaching, we just got Christmas Day off, just the one day. Oh. That was it, really. But, you know, we would get a week of holiday in the winter and a week of holiday in the summer. So that would kind of make up for it to some degree. Now, you mentioned how Boxing Day, a lot of people perceive it as putting your boxes away. And I said that, you know, I'd like to grab all the paper that was ripped and whatnot. So I don't want to talk about Christmas paper. Okay. What do you like your gifts to be wrapped up with? Well, for me, it's important if if it's recyclable. Okay. So um, at the very least, I know the most um, – the best option for the environment is reusable bags. We've certainly done that. Sure. When your mom um, moved from her home and had a – ton of bags and storage. We used all of them last year. That mm-hmm. was our only form of Christmas wrap last year. Um, and uh, we definitely used those. But uh, I like a thick paper. If I'm going to use wrapping paper, I do like a thick paper. But if it is foil or has any shininess to it, it, it 
by almost every mu- municipality, it can't be recycled because it is a mixture of paper and plastic. Right. So for me, that's important. Yeah, we don't we don't have any of that. Well, I mistakenly bought some tissue paper that had little sparkly flecks in it this year. Oh. That can't be recycled, I found out. Well, we'll try to use it as many times as we can. Mm-hmm. But what are the images you like or what are the colors you like? I like for... a rustic paper. I think you that? and I are different. That So I like like a, a rough sort of brown paper with like stamped Christmas trees on it, um, you know, a bit of holly. I've never wrapped presents that look like this, but I do. This is this would be what I like, <laughs> you know, with a, a little sprig of holly or also like cra- like brown craft, craft paper, paper yeah. that you would stamp yourself with a tree yeah. and then put a little sprig of parsley on it. Yeah, not a sprig of parsley, a sprig of holly. Well, I'm Italian. I would put parsley. I would yeah, put little... well, that's why we don't have that um, holly or a little bit of your clipping of uh, some kind of spruce or that type of thing. I think Evergreen tree. Some candy canes sort of fastened onto the Mm -hmm. paper, that kind of thing. Um, But I do like the reversible paper. Oh, that's fun. That we've used this year because it's like getting two in one and then you just essentially have one roll and two sort of looks under your Christmas tree. One that's very festive and one that's more subdued is the paper that we have. Mm-hmm. We used a lot of it this year. We did. We went through a lot of paper for our nieces and nephews and uh, all of our family members. I'm pretty proud of our Christmas accomplishments this year. I think we did very well. We were great. We were great Santas, you and I. We gave a lot of lovely gifts. And I got some really cool gifts, I have to say, this year. What was your favorite gift or one of your favorite gifts? Well, one of the gifts that I found very interesting as many people know, I love coffee and I love espresso-based coffee. And you bought me a um, little stovetop bialetti that we didn't have, which is the one where you place the actual um, espresso cup on the device itself. So it has sort of a platform that you would rest two espresso cups. And it has a tubular, it almost looks like a sink faucet mm-hmm. um, that is sort of one goes into one espresso cup and the other sort of coils and goes to the other. And so while the coffee is being made, it will drip right directly into your espresso cup. And so because it's new, you're supposed to, you know, give it a good wash without soap. And then you're supposed to brew at least one cup of coffee that you don't drink just to sort of season it and to make sure that any of the particles that may be there that were from its creation are gone. So I made three cups of coffee. I actually made two that I threw away and it was going to make us the third one. But I guess I had the gas stove too high so it heated the handle of the espresso cups when I went to get it. It was so hot I put it down, back down on the actual device rather quickly and caused it to fall and pour all the coffee into our stove. Oh, really? Yeah. That's always nice when that happens. Yeah, so I've got to deal with that as well. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed I enjoyed sort of making it today and testing that out. I have um, some British chocolates that you bought. bought. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Boxing Day, mm-hmm. you bought some Cadbury British-specific or you, chocolates specific to the UK that you might not necessarily find. We had a, Elsewhere. a twirly. Twirly, to, yeah. Was that what it was called? The twirly? I think it's twirl, twirls. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it is twirly. And there was a couple more in there. There's about nine, 11 left. So <laughs> um, 
I can't wait to tear into some of those. Um, I know it's just a small little gift. And then cologne is something else that I'm excited to try because you got me several different colognes in their sort of sampler size. And then it has a gift certificate where I can buy or I can use it rather to redeem it for a full bottle of the one that I So prefer. you get to try seven different as you would call them flavors. Yes. Seven different smells. Scents. Scents. And cologne flavors is what I like to call them. <laughs> nose flavors. And um, then you can choose. So I that was my gift to you. So you have I had seven seven chances to get it right. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> how I see it. And so far of the two that I've tried, one gets the thumbs up. The other gets kind of a middle thumb. I'm a not middle, sure. a, a lingering in the air thumb. What did you enjoy that you received? Lots of teas and soaps from my brother and sister that I was mm. pretty happy to get because, you know, it's nice getting consumable gifts, things that you can drink, things that you can use and enjoy, experiences. You and I are going to see the movie Goonies tomorrow on in the theater, which is very exciting. I don't think I've ever even seen it in a theater. I've never seen it. And <laughs> the reason that I purchased the tickets was they're doing a Steven Spielberg retrospective mm-hmm. at the TIFF Lightbox Theater. The TIFF stands for Toronto International Film Festival. For our listeners who are saying to themselves, what's TIFF? They have theaters um, at their head offices and they'll do retrospectives of many directors' work. And they just happen to be doing Spielberg's work. And I know that Goonies is an important film for you. So you I said, Goonies would be a better choice than Schindler's List. For, yeah, for the after Christmas. For the holidays. Yeah, for the after. Well, to be honest with you, uh, I was looking at all the different uh, show times, mm-hmm. and Schindler's List was not at a time we had things we were doing. I don't want to see Schindler's List tomorrow, so okay, I'm glad. fair enough. But that uh, would not have been a good gift. <laughs> um, that said, uh, it's a great movie, but I wanted to get you Goonies because I knew how much you loved it as a child. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to watch it with you and see. We used to, so my sister and I loved the movie Goonies and we had our a friend, my sister's best friend at the time in uh, Massachusetts. Her name was Jeannie Caputo. Caputo. Uh, Jeannie Caputo. And she, um, she would listen to, she had taped it from the TV, mm-hmm. from her videotape. This was the 80s. And she would listen to it in her Walkman going everywhere. She would listen to the soundtrack of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, we watched it all the time, so I I know pretty much every line of dialogue in that movie. (laughs) So I'll test you tomorrow. Happily, anytime you look at me and say, what's the next line, I'll tell it to you. Fantastic. Well, no matter how you celebrate it or what you do, if you're currently packing boxes or not, we want to wish you a happy Boxing Day. Mm -hmm. From our house to yours. Yes, This is, you know, another of the series of the holiday episodes. Until then, we hope you had a safe, happy, joyous holiday, and we wish you prosperity, love, and joy for the new year. Thank you for listening. This episode was recorded in our home studio in Toronto, Canada, and produced by Drumcast Productions. Until the next time. 